Happy Friday, everyone, and welcome to HR Work Break. I'm your host, Maddie Collins, editor of HR Daily Advisor. HR Work Break takes a quick but close look at everything human resources. For any HR professional, it's a must listen. I hope you learned something new, take some advice to heart, or simply stay abreast today's trending topics. Now, it's time for a work break. Happy Friday and welcome to HR Work Break. Today I'm joined by Lauren Fitzpatrick Shanks, CEO of Keep Wool. Keep Wool is a game centric development platform for teams that enable employee engagement and retention insights. Lauren, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here with you and to have this great discussion. Me too. I think that the move to gamification, especially in the L&D space, is really interesting, especially like as a person who grew up playing a lot of video games. So I'd really love to know how you think leaders could utilize gamified learning and development to increase employee engagement and retention. Yes, I think, Maddie, that's a great question, first of all, because often when we hear the word games and then we use that in the same sentence as the workplace, People are often like, isn't that going to be a distraction? Are we focused on the areas that we need to be focused on? And I think we often need to take a step back and ask ourselves the question, how did we all begin our learning journey as children? And we all began it playing games and doing things that kept us engaged and made it seem fun. And so when I think about it from a learning and development perspective in the workplace, we have to think about Well, what's the definitions of retention look like? For a learning and development department, retention means the retention of the knowledge that has been transferred to you. So often we hear the words training and we hear the words learning and training just means I have shared the information that you need to know, right? But learning means I've received that information, I've absorbed that information, and now I know how to apply that information. And often we don't get to the learning part as much as we're focused on that training part. And so when I think of gamification and retention, I think about it being helpful with the retention of knowledge, but also the retention of the interest of your employees and the interest in their position, which means the retention of their interest in being employed with you. And so L&D has the ability to provide both of those because you have the ability to upskill, which means I have more interest in staying with your organization because I see my growth potential. But then you also have that ability to retain that knowledge so that they are able to grow in their roles when they are upskilled and want to stay with the organization. So you get the retention of those great and talented employees as well. Yeah, definitely. Especially in today's hiring market and the chance of a recession, that ability to upskill within your own company, like your current company, is so huge. And it's what a lot of job seekers today are looking for, too. Yes, it's also what just provides value to them, like knowing there is a place for me to grow here. The expertise that I bring is valued. Me as a person is valued. And I see that people want to pour into me. And it's just that feeling of appreciation that really makes or break if an employee feels connected to that organization. And now it's even more so important in this hybrid and remote focused workplace. Yeah. And keeping employees engaged, I feel like it differs so much on an individual level because everyone 
needs different things and is engaged in different ways. So to that point, what does gamification itself look like within the L&D space? Yeah, so I would say what gamification currently looks like in the L&D space is thinking of ways to apply a leaderboard and badges to already existing frameworks. So I was at this organization and they wanted to gamify and incentivize employees to complete their mandatory training. So what they created was this board that was a horse race type of board and it was split up between the business units and the leader's focus was to send out emails to all the employees in their specific business units and encourage them to be ahead in the leaderboard. So like, yeah, our department's ahead on completing the mandatory training. Like, come on, come on, so we can win. But if you sit back and look at that, it was solely geared around trying to drive completion And not necessarily retaining that knowledge, like you had said before. Not retaining knowledge and not really like tapping into the competitive mind. Like they wanted to tap into the competitive mind space, but we forgot about thinking about how does that impact and what value does that bring to the quote unquote player of the game? And so that leaderboard, there wasn't enough incentive that made people say like, yes, yes, I want to win this. It was kind of like, uh, this feels like childish to some people. Like, this is childish. Like, I am way more evolved than this. Like, telling me that I can win this horse race when really all you're trying to do is get me to complete this mandatory training (laughs) before the due date isn't incentivizing me. It's not showcasing any real impact and the benefits of me doing this by, you know, March 1st instead of March 31st when that is the specific due date. So that was one thing that I think about when we say, what does gamification look like in the L&D space? We hear gamification and you said you play video games, you grew up playing video games. And in video games, you typically are unlocking levels and you're unlocking badges. But it's different from a standpoint because there's a storyline to video games. There's something that gets you invested and captured in it. And there is the, you don't know what new challenge is going to come. But with the example that I just gave you about the horse race, there was no story around it. There was no challenge. There was no basis where you couldn't anticipate. And part of the excitement was not knowing what was going to happen next. And so I think that's often what's forgotten right now in the gamification space when it comes to L&D. Often it's looked at for individuals to provide that gamification solution or initiative rather than really tapping into the science behind it and the game mechanics behind how games are created and how we utilize gamification. So I think that, you know, this bragging rights thing isn't enough. Like to say, yeah, we win bragging rights to say we won the horse race isn't enough to incentivize people to do what you're trying to do, which is get them in a competitive mind space to do something quickly so that you can now check your box of that being completed and get it off your plate. And so when we think about gamification, we have to remember that it's rooted in psychology and sociology and reasoning and logic because it maps and leverages and exploits that complex and intricate relationships between human behaviors and what drives them. And so right now we're in this space where it's Let's slap on leaderboards. Let's slap on badges. But we need to make sure we're very intentional about it. 
And that's why L&D leaders have begun applying more gaming principles and mechanics to what they want to achieve to get the most out of that quote unquote player. Yeah. And that makes me think of just how you approach it. Like you're talking about the horse race game. It's very linear. Whereas a lot of stories in games are multifaceted, or at the very least, you have small goals building up to the big goal. You have to beat so many levels of Mario before you can get to the right castle with the princess, you know? Yes, exactly. Exactly. And I mean, games mimic life, you know, and they should mimic life because life is unpredictable. You have to think on your feet. It has those challenges and your whole goal is to overcome those challenges. And so that's what a game should be like. And when you think of something that's very linear, like that horse race type of scenario, like a real life horse race is different because you're in the action, you know which different muscles you can flex and you've trained and things like that. But in this scenario for this horse race of completion of your mandatory training, there's not really a muscle that you're exercising beyond the ability to say, okay, when am I going to fit this into my already packed schedule? And now you're not doing what's really the intention behind your mandatory training, which is to learn the knowledge and to practice those principles so that we don't have issues come up that are based on that training being put into place in the first place. And now we're not leaning into that being the real goal as much as it's checking the box to say it got done. And that's what we're often seeing is people are completing lots of training or people are completing all their mandatory training, but are they really embodying and absorbing and learning from it? Not so much. Do you have any advice for how to format your learning and development so that you have gamified ways to like do knowledge checks or see if you're retaining information? So for Keep Wool and what we've built out, that is what our complete focus is. So we've built out this framework that is a play, reflect, and grow process, and it's combining three elements. So it's combining team building, it's combining uh, data and analytics, and then it's also combining upskilling. But to go back to what you said about like, what are some ideas to really insert that gamification for those knowledge checks, all of our games are played from a group perspective. So when you talk about video games or like your board games or any type of games like that, you're competing against someone. You're either competing against the computer or you're competing against friends that you're playing online with, or in a board game, you're competing with the people who are around you and who are actively playing that with you. And I think about that when we talk about gamification and oftentimes us just competing against ourselves doesn't necessarily push us Because my mom always would say water seeks its own level, which means you will rise to who's around you and what's happening around you. But if you're only competing against yourself, how do you know how to rise your level? Like you have to be your own intrinsic motivation from that perspective. And oftentimes our learning journeys are siloed and they're individualized. But you could get so much more richness when it's done in a group format and people can help you in realizing, oh, these are the areas that you might need development in. Help you in self-realizing that because being told it doesn't help, but help you at self-realizing these are the areas that I want to or need some development in, but also gaining some insights on the best way of doing those sorts of things. And so with the team building part of our process, it's gameplay that is focused on utilizing these psychology-based conversational games that use these themed areas of development. 
So when you're playing the game, it can be focused on something specific. So you can even do this with your mandatory training content or other content. And now you're having those real discussions to have the knowledge check, but now you're obtaining points based on how best are you describing this and how open and transparent and truthful and forthcoming you are being, or how best are you providing a scenario and a story around it of how you've actually applied this or will apply it. And now it becomes this discussion and a setup of a situation of like a Pictionary or a taboo type of gameplay where you're receiving points and you're up against a timer and you're able to really express yourself Instead of just, I've read the training, I've done the quick quiz at the end, which has very obvious answers to it. And I'm not really thinking about how does this impact my day to day? And why is this training important? And why do I need to learn this information? Oftentimes when you're playing a game, you don't think about all of those elements until you reflect. And then that's when you're able to say, oh, this is what I've learned and how I'm going to apply this and how I can move forward with this information. So it's very important. And that's why we have it. You play, you reflect, and then you're able to grow from it. And so that's kind of how I'd say that we implement the gamification into kind of those knowledge checks. Be sure to tune in next week for part two of my conversation with Lauren on gamification and how it improves company culture and retention. Again, I'm Maddie Collins, and thank you for listening. Join us next Friday or whenever you need a work break.